Hi and welcome to the Valley Easy podcast. My name is Jacob Cherian and today Valley Easy co-founder and director Prashant Chandrasekhar is answering the not so simple question what can the government do to reduce congestion on city streets. This first episode will give you an overview and the context required for all our following episodes. So Prashant, tell us what do you believe the government can do to reduce congestion on city streets? So, when the government is trying to control congestion, what they are trying to control is the movement of more vehicles on the street. Now, and also to manage traffic. Now, the easiest way for the government to do this is, uh, one of the easiest way to do it is actually to regulate the cost of parking on the roads. Because if the road parking is really free, then more vehicles get parked on the road rather than off the roads. If they parked on the roads, it reduces the amount of road space available for moving vehicles. And because of that, you actually have more traffic. So there's a lot of small lanes where traffic really gets choked. There are a lot of big roads where, you know, uh, the lanes get choked. At least two lanes are gone. If you have a six-lane road, two lanes are as it is gone. Then you will have double parking because people don't enforce rules. So then out of six lanes, you actually have three lanes to move around. So obviously then traffic gets choked, even with the same number of vehicles. The second thing that uh, increasing parking charges does is also that it increases the running cost of a vehicle. Because the recurring cost for a vehicle owner is typically fuel cost, which is his biggest cost. And then whether or not he's paying any other cost in servicing the vehicle, which is apart from the fact that he's servicing the vehicle itself. Because like any asset, it has to be maintained from time to time. The recurring charges that he might have incurred, which today in most part he does not incur, is paying for the parking, which is paying for a space to keep the car. That's a real estate cost, something that doesn't get charged much in India. Now, this Jasola study itself shows that if the government would simply move the cost to 40 rupees from 25 rupees. For? It would reduce for one hour of parking. That alone would force maybe 40-60% of people to not bring their car and park on the road. And they can regulate congestion. Now, when do they need to do this? They don't even need to do this throughout the day. They need to do this between, say, for example, I think the study says you need to do this between 12.30 and uh, 2.30, which is lunchtime in the office area. You need to do this between uh, 4 o'clock and 7 o'clock. This is when more people come because after office they are trying to go to the shops or they go to the restaurants etc. So these are peak hours. So you are actually creating more congestion in those areas because you are making it cheaper for people to bring their car and dump it there. Rather, and this is at a time when the buildings of that same area are all lying half vacant. In spite of having parking space, people are parking on the roads and making a mess. So clearly there is a some sort of correlation. I, at least I don't know the exact numbers. So this is the dynamic pricing you're talking yes, about? Yes, this okay. is the dynamic pricing you're talking about. The fact that you need to regulate and use your pricing. Government needs to use pricing as a lever to control congestion on its own parking inventory. Or whatever parking inventory is in, in its control. That will create a byproduct effect of private owners of parking space having an opportunity to monetize their parking and make parking space available to people who are willing to pay. Today, that space is lying vacant because the government has not been able to regulate its own. Now, like I said, in the process, the government will make money. But the objective actually of the government is not should not be to make money. The fundamental objective of regulating parking for government should be about congestion management. And which congestion management is quality of life. Good, which is quality of life. Right. That is a KRA that is directly relevant to government. The government is not in the business of maximizing revenue from asset. When he's not, if he's not able to achieve the other objectives, he will not be able to achieve uh, what you say political capital or favorable political capital from citizens if he's not able to make the right argument for why he's doing that. His right argument cannot be I'll make 500 crores instead of 100 crores. The right argument should be that by doing this, 
yes, we may make 500 crores, but we will probably put 400 out of that 500 crores back to improve payments. But by the way, because of this, you see less overcrowding of streets and you have more space for walking. You have more space for vehicles to move. Yeah. Uh, and that is the objective that ideally the government should uh, work but towards. Putting myself in the government officials' shoes, I'm like, how do you quantify that to show exactly. people? Because it's, these are exactly these, so. This is more precisely. abstract, and like less quantifiable. So exactly, impacts. that's what uh, studies like the Jasola study are making the case for. They are showing this and demonstrating it through long-term studies. I mean, they're doing. I don't know what is the period of that study, but they might have done it for a month or two months. And, but they have gone on ground, they have conducted the surveys, and they have interviewed people and they have tried to understand A, what people are willing to pay, two, what is the point at which people are willing to change their behavior. You know, this is a behavior change issue, right? So the point is, what is the tipping point at which behavior starts to change? And I think that study is probably showing that if you made it 40 bucks instead of 25 bucks, that's your tipping point. So above 35 rupees, people change behavior. Now, the question is, when that change behavior, what is the byproduct and what is the benefit? Now clearly it is not as, now it is difficult for government to articulate this, but there are studies to now help them do that. The second is there are enough people who are on the other side of the table. So there's one side of the table where the users or the car owners are there. They'll complain that they're having to pay parking charges and that's basically been the argument that governments have never changed parking fares. But think of it on the other side. Now you, the guy who has a car, he's parking in front of someone's house. At least in Bangalore, people are parking in front of houses in Gormangla, Indranagar and everywhere. I'm sure the Delhi is even worse. Delhi is the same because this, in most Delhi construction don't even have parking. Uh, so I'm sure there's a huge stakeholder of people, residents for example, or someone else, or shop owners, who would rather have uh, either their own cars parking next to their house, or the shop owners would prefer customers parking in their own place, rather than some other shop owner's staff parking in his area. Now how does that get regulated? The way to regulate it is to impose some kind of a restriction and discretion on how long you can park, how much you can park, and what is the rate at which you can allow to park on a certain place. Because that's how you regulate. So there are enough people in favor also. It's just that you have a free rider problem. Because those people are not, uh, people who have a problem with parking are not a, what you say, a special interest group, so to speak. I mean, they're not collective, they're not organized. So, okay. But vehicle owners are easier to organize because, you know, it's easier to find them as a group because they're, they may be buying cars from one company or, you know, they may be using parking in an office, which means that is office parking guys will all be organized. Yeah, you have so, a captive audience. Correct. Right. So they are more organized, so it's easier for them to uh, this thing. But what I'm trying to say from a government policy point of view, I think there's recognition that they want to do this, but they haven't found a way to do it. But two things that are happening is the studies like these are showing what exactly people are willing to respond to. So it allows them to make some informed decision. Second, uh, there is also, it's not like in, people may not be doing it in India, but there's enough evidence out, around the world that doing such parking management policy is favorable for city quality of life. So even if they don't have high quality data in India, there's enough data they can use as reference points from other countries. And at the end of the day, Indian cities are being ranked in the quality of living index on a global scale, right? I mean, Indian cities, at least the top five, ten cities are being ranked. So I'm sure people here care about where that ranking is because we are usually at the bottom of the league. <laughs> so if the government has a mission to improve quality of life, <laughs> this is one of the levers in which they will have to do it. I'm sure there are people who complain <laughs> about pollution and congestion. At least Bangaloreans do. <laughs> so pollution again is it's similar, right? One is that when you have organized parking from a parking point of view, so parking is not the biggest contributor to pollution, but it is a reasonable contributor because when you don't know where to park or where you will find parking, people keep cruising around. Mm. And they keep wasting fuel and obviously they burn greenhouse gas emissions which come as a byproduct. How do you tackle that? 
No, so the way you tackle it is you create organized parking, you regulate the way it is done so that then people can build systems on top of that regulation which allow people to figure out whether or not they will get parking in a certain place at a certain time. Then they will also be able to th- things like what Valley Z is trying to do. And we are going to interject right there, Prashant. Thank you for setting the groundwork for all our future episodes with your valuable insights. We are going to save the rest of our conversation for the next episode titled How Can Governments Effectively Work with Private Players? With Valley Easy's director, Prashant Chandrasekhar. Do note that in this episode, Prashant refers to the Jasola study that was conducted by the Center for Science and Environment in New Delhi. Do look it up to know more about parking in India. Do connect with us on Twitter or Instagram at the rate V-A-L-E-T-E-Z, Valley Easy. 